Hi, I'm Lawrence Pilar-Elephant, and you're listening to Motivation Muscle Radio 24-7 with host Eric Shirillo. What do you want? The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Impact Radio. And as Frank uh, DeMeo calls me, and I just call everybody that, I use the word Italian bulldozer. And, you know, that's what we're all about. We're out here to give you what we're doing, what we've done, where we're going, what we want to do. And we are actually teaching you how to make yourself better. And before I got our pal Charlie Oliphant on here, um, and Charlie and I are going to get into some good, good stuff as we always do. And we had Dr. Wong on today, and you know Charlie really likes Dr. Wong like everybody. And and we did a show called "Did You Give It Your All?" And it's very, very interesting what we talked about. Um, there's some ands and buts and this and that, but one thing with Charlie and anybody on here. We can bring up a topic whether we like what it what it is or what people are doing with it, but there's one thing we do better than anybody. You're never going to walk out of here feeling like, what do I do? Those guys, all they did is harped on something and ran it down and never came up with anything. I don't even like running it down. I like to tell people what we're feeling, what we think, and here's what we would do or here's what we're doing. And that show really got into it. In fact, it got into a lot of the early stuff with Dr. Wong as a businessman. And we talked all about with the brain and the rewiring and all this great stuff and how his wife, Michelle, suddenly came into his life. He said he had been thinking about this woman, the description, since he was 11 years old, folks. It was intense, and it was just so damn good. So... Before we do anything else, obviously, let's stand up and take a deep breath through the nose, out through the mouth, and repeat, I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. As I said in the Dr. Wong show, I'm looking at my brother Jimmy and the Incredible Hulk. How much better does it get, folks? Let me tell you. Also, too, um, winners and champions out on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. That is the premier product. That's 14 modules. There's enough data in there to last you the rest of your life. You could go back and forth, over and under, up and down, whatever you want to do. And I can create more and more stuff on there. It's something that can go on. It has a shelf life forever. I would tell you today to go out and order it. It's digital. You can get it right off the website, and you can change things for the better for yourself. Also, too, uh, our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Come on, let's start doing this. Um, you know, it's a $25, $100 investment in FBC and M&M. goes right to my PayPal account, goes right into my checking account. All the money goes into the business, nothing else. Think about $25, $100. Over 12 months, that's chicken feed. You spend more on, on coffee or whatever you're doing than that. 
We need to bring in more revenue here. I'm working outside of here. We're doing a lot of other things to change the whole scope of the business. But if you like these shows and they've helped you out, put something back in. That's how the law works. You give, you give back. That's the way it is. So I shouldn't have to say that anymore, but we really would appreciate anything that you would like to invest in both companies. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Um, wow, look at all the shows Charlie and I have done. They're just amazing. Um, there's just so much material out there. We were just talking about that. It's like, you know, with Dr. Wong and Charlie and everybody, I, I don't say go out and listen to the show once because that's a waste of time. Go out and listen to it 100 times, and then you tell me what's going on. Because you'll find things within yourself and outside in the world that you've never even thought about before. That's why we're so damn good. That's why we'll be national, and I promise you we're going to be on stage one day together. And the quicker I can get this other stuff done on the outside, the quicker we can do that, the quicker I get to Iceland, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because I'll tell you right now, I've got, I've got it, it feels like, um, I don't know the words I want to use. But let me put it this way. I'm so damn driven to get back there and get this stuff done and go on with other things that, um, I don't know, picture yourself caught in a bear trap and you can't get out. It hasn't severed anything, but let me tell you, at times it can be very painful when I sit and just kind of think about it. But what I always do then is I put it on the flip side and think about the victory coming around the sheep pen. So you know what? You can use, they like saying yin and yang. I don't know. I like the pain and discomfort attributed then going back to the pleasure, you know, the happy thing, the visualization in your mind of carrying that stone. That's what it's all about. You can bring in the shit, but you replace it with gold. That's what I love to do, at least in my head all the time. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. goes out to my MailChimp account. You will get any content I put out. Also, too, uh, another way to provide some uh, currency to us is to go out and advertise on MotivationMuscle.com. The rates are killer good. Um, come work with me. We'll make money for you and for us, and we'll stay together for the next 25, 30 years, guaranteed. Also, too, our uh, YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Before Charlie and I came on, you want to talk about a thunder and lightning and hailstorm, and the whole damn sky was black. Now the sun and its blue sky, it's crazy. It's so humid here. It's unbelievable. I got a train tonight. And I'm going to probably train Monday morning, too, depending if I, if I get my chiropractor appointment or not. And I believe I got a podcast, too, on Monday. I haven't looked that far ahead. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I think I've got everything out there. Let me give you some information on Charlie. Number one. Let me get this moved down. Here we go. Uh, he's Scotland's representative for the International Highland Games Federation, Stones of Strength. He's a stone lifter, a farmer, and a Highland Games competitor. And you all know him, and you know Lawrence, his son. Um, as I said to Charlie, you know, with Danny and everything, these kids, man, are just amazing to me. And we talk about your inner circle. Who are you locked into? I mean, just look at whom he's locked into, Lawrence. Same way with Danny. It's not as magnified, obviously, but it matters. And when you see these young men and young women out there doing things, it's like, wow, 
Wow. And whether they do this stuff down the road or not, I'm not even worried about that. I'm talking on Danny's end. What he's building right now is going to carry him through life because he's going to look back on these experiences and the footage I've showed him. I've showed him uh, footage of Art Blair Stones, obviously some gathering. I showed him some of the older lifters, um, old world strongest man because I like those the best. Um, you know, you're really touching upon some big things with these kids. So you know what? If your son or daughter comes and asks you things like that, Take the time out for them. You could be changing their life in a moment, believe me. On that note, Charlie, welcome back to Motivation Muscle Brother. It is always an honor, sir. Well, thanks for having me, Eric. As I say, it's, it's always a pleasure. and I, uh, I think I always say it's a pleasure. And it is it's always a pleasure. It is. And it is. Looking, forward to, looking forward to our chat. I, I'm quite, quite excited because I've absolutely no idea what you're going to ask me. So I feel like I'm on my... I'm well, on my toes today, well, and I, uh, yeah. it should be quite spontaneous, and let, let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, um, obviously, why don't you give out any, um, we know about the R Blair, but I want you to give all that information out, anything you got, website, anything that's coming up in the next few months or towards the end of the year, give that out, and we're going to start, we're going to talk about initially the gathering, you know, Charlie, this is his second year with the R Blair Stones there, which... You know, I talked that up big time because I think it is so essential. We just talked about Lawrence and Danny. You know, when kids or any age get involved in something like that, this means, you know, like Stevie, Charlie, the growth of all this, this is no coincidence and no accident. So, Charlie, explain about, you know, where they can go and look the Art Blair Stones up, any websites, et cetera, et cetera, my friend. Okay, well, there's a few options. There's, there's a Facebook page, which is called The Art Blair Stones. And there is an Instagram uh, page, if that's the right word, uh, for The Art Blair Stones as well. Yep. And I think it's Twitter. Yep. Although I have to admit, I'm not, I'm not really that familiar with Twitter. I, I have sent things to Twitter, and I don't know what happens to it after it's gone to Twitter. Um, so I don't know if there's a mountain of information waiting for me or not. I really haven't got a clue. But anyway, Twitter's one, and... Uh, there's a YouTube channel as well, yep. so there's an Art Blair Stones YouTube channel. Yep. Um, yeah. So okay. Yeah, thanks, Harry. No, absolutely. Um, we're going to start off with a gathering. Um, just to let everybody know, this is kind of a surprise part two. Stevie and Jack Shanks will be on the end of the month. So it's going to be a three-way call, which is going to be very interesting, obviously. Stevie's going back and forth with me, obviously. We always do. Um but the gathering, this is real, you know, we know that things expanded. We knew there was more modalities, you know, added with Donald Denny. But let's talk about Ard Blair Stones this year before we get into anything else because we got the guy, the architect of the whole thing. Charlie, what did you see this year with the Ard Blair Stones? Um, bigger, uh, younger, middle-aged, all different genres, um, a bigger buzz. What was it that caught you maybe more than last year with the Yard Blair Stones? Well, there's, there was more. I have to be sort of a bit careful about what I say because obviously Stevie and Jack yep. will be the authority on the subject. But yep. from my, my own sort of experience, um, I thought the numbers were up yep. a lot. I mean, not that they were down the first time around by any means, but it's right. something which I think is getting bigger and bigger, and uh, it's got a high caliber of athlete at it. And everybody's there specifically. They've all got an interest in that subject, in, in stone lifting and historic stones. It's not as if they're 
you know, it's not like if I'm taking the stones to an agricultural show or a, right. uh, or a Highland Games. I mean, you have a high concentration of very enthusiastic people at these things, which is which is wonderful. You know, it's wonderful. Um, I'd, I'd, probably the biggest. I mean, there's there's always kids. There's yeah. Um, there's always there's always a whole sort of gamut of people uh, different to take part. There was there was a girl who was really. Really good. She was in a, a wheelchair, which was uh, quite wow. uh, impressive to watch. Um, uh, but I suppose the single most amazing uh, performance which struck me was uh, this lady called Donna Moore. Oh, yeah. And she's won, yep. uh, I think she's won World's Strongest Woman in 2016 and 2017. Yep. And, and she, she got a new record. So that was, uh, it was nice to watch that. That was quite extraordinary. Yep. Um, another thing, too. What, I mean, we've talked about this on numerous shows. But um, what do you think, you know, what do you think, we've talked about the growth, obviously, you saw a, a lot more people there, et cetera, et cetera. And we've touched upon this many times, but are you seeing, do you feel in the future, let's even say next year, are stones growing, but I don't mean just through these big stone lifting athletes, do you see with what you do with the Ard Blair Stones, every time you've got to see, well, maybe here's another kid, you know, instead of 10 today, now we got 12. Obviously, we know we've got all different age adults, too, that aren't, you know, like, you know, Andrew Carney's of the world or, you know, uh, the Donna Moore's of the world, et cetera, et cetera. But are you starting to see more of that faction, too, coming in, or is it just staying somewhat the same? It's... <sighs> There's, there's probably I always be careful not to sort of yeah. have elitism like treating one athlete better than another or, right. or singing the praises of one over another. Um, there does seem to be uh, the, the, the more records have been broken more recently, and uh, I, I suspect it's because of the increased awareness of, of the actual Stones events. Like, uh, the, the, like there's, there's some people called Luke and Tom Stoltman. And sure. Yep. Tom. It's the current Scotland's strongest man, and he's renowned for his, his stone abilities. You know, that's his thing, particularly uh, sort of Atlas Stones. And, uh, and and Luke, his brother, obviously, who's won Scotland's strongest man five times in a row. So they, they've been to a few events, and um, the UK's strongest man as well, a guy called Paul Benton, he's been there. So there's some, it's attracting the interest of yeah. uh, like professionals, I suppose, really, for want of a better word, people whose kind of lives revolve around yeah. that sort yep. of thing, just kind yep. of slightly taken it to a uh, to a different level and, and probably increased awareness because a lot of these guys have sort of large followings on social media anyway so um, it, it's obviously it's, it's been great for the Stones um, but uh, but I, I, I'm sure they'd say the same I wouldn't place them above anybody else because right. you might get a, you might get a family man who comes along and his, his kids the whole family have a shop you know his yeah, daughter yeah, and his definitely. son and then he has a shop and he might uh, he might have a physical job uh, like he's a farmer or something and, and you just he's not a regular weight trainer particularly he just has a physical job and it's just one of these things that you always wonder like the potential of these people and what they could do if they actually yeah. had trained weights you know they, they, they took that discipline on and, and they would be like a force to be reckoned with yeah. so a lot of it's just people who are very strong whether naturally or working hard um, and yeah that, that's, it's always a buzz you know in some ways it's more of a buzz than, than perhaps some of the the, the elite ones who, who you expect to do well. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And that's why I've said in the past that that's why I think what you do is so vital to the strength community 
because what you're laying down, yeah, look, it's great to go watch these big guys heaving stones and pressing stones and this and that and the other thing, and obviously um, uh, lifting the dinnies. And it, it, who doesn't appreciate that? But you know something, like you said, the working man, the guy that maybe is a farmer or using his hands for a trade, and this guy's ripping those Ard Blair stones. Well, all right, maybe he didn't do the the 330. That's the biggest one, right, Charlie? Well, 335, but yeah. 335, yeah. okay. So, all right, so he didn't get the last two. But, you know, like you said, think about it. What would he be if suddenly he was weight trained and he was doing this more on a regular basis? That's a very interesting thing, I think, in my opinion, because in my opinion, these are the people that in, are going to increase what's going on with, the you know, the growth of what you do and I think everything because – you can't make everything where it's got to be, you know, 250, 350, 450, all right? Because we know that they're not going to lift that stuff. But when you can come in and go at different size Atlas stones, it makes it where everybody can get involved, all right? I think that's where you're going to see the growth and, and, and all these things taking shape down the road. Because let's face it. Nobody wants to just – they might say, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, stand there long enough, I guarantee you, we're going to see you either marking an atlas stone on an X on the side of a barrel, or maybe you lift two or three and, and you go home for the day. That's big shit, man. That's real yeah, big shit. One of the things that's quite rewarding, Eric, is that there's probably about three individuals, and there's been – so far there's been about nine stones events. Yep. And uh, there's about three of them who've been sort of following the stones around and have been to it. They might, they maybe got eight or something like that. Wow. And uh, and and you know they they've not got the nine to that event, but they've been persistent and they've kept following the events around <laughs> and they've appeared. That's and they've, awesome. And, and and they've got the ninth. Yeah. So it obviously yeah. meant a lot to them, and I think that tenacity and that sort of. Uh, that's sort of discipline or whatever you want to call it. It's 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 in their makeup, you know. You know Definitely. they're gonna they know they're gonna do it because they just keep coming back for more and they just won't let it go. Yeah. And uh, it, it's you know you get you get a real sense of character of people and um, like how committed they are. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a great thing to see. Yeah, I I think I think it's magnificent. And the idea that you can go and you keep coming back till you get what you have to get. Um, we know how that flows through life. You know, uh, maybe you're better as a family man. Maybe you're better in your business. Maybe you're a better worker, you know. And it's true because I, I said on, on the show we do with Dr. Wong, I said I've had days here that I was ready to split my head in half. And you know what I did? I went, put my stuff on, and I went out and worked out. And they'll be like, what does that do? You know what that does to me? You What you need, uh, and I tell people all the time, if something's really getting to you, even if you don't like to go out and wash your car, go out and wash your car. Why? What do we talk about? Paradigm shifts. We talk about, um, you know, we, we, we talk about um, John Ridge. Keep smiling. See, what you do is you take and get your focus off whatever is eating you alive. Now, where I find it best is I need to go out and smash iron all over the place, whether I'm recovered or not. Why? Because I get very creative. I've maybe done a goal I want to do, maybe not. But I go out, lift some stones, maybe, whatever. I come back in. I'm a little bit now settled down, even though I'm happy as hell. I train. I've come up here. I've come up with great ideas or some stuff I wrote down. Went back to work, and I was fine. 
what you need to do is you need outlets like that. And when you go and you have an opportunity to lift Ard Blair stones or whatever it is, it really changes the dynamic of how you think. It changes the dynamic of how you are in that time period. And it's almost to me when you go out and do this stuff, you go for a time travel. And it's very important. People aren't paying attention to themselves. As Doc Ridge would always say, we talk about the rewiring, but he used to say to me all the time, listen to your innate intelligence. You could equate that with your with your subconscious mind. You can equate that with your heart. But there's something I've learned I learned from Doc Ridge many years ago. Too many of us shut all that down because we've got layers of crap we've built and these phony beliefs that don't mean anything, and all that good stuff is underneath there. And you want to get really good at stuff and learn? Well, I'll tell you right now, the best thing to do is get stuck out somewhere, learn what you're doing somewhat, but go out there and figure it out. And I think weight training, weights, stones, sandbags, farmer's walks, anything, tire flipping, I don't care, yokes, you name it. You go out and do stuff like that where you're really getting your ears pinned back someday and you're going to come back and fight for another day. There isn't going to be any of those days, or if they do happen now and then, you're going to be able to get by them and keep going. That's the point. Why aren't we moving? Why aren't we going? Why are we sitting in the quagmire? Why are we in quicksand and we're going down? These are the things that Art Blair Stones, out in the back of your garage, 20 below, 100 degrees with humidity, this is the shit that teaches you how to fight, how to struggle. And I said before, I've said this line, I I don't know if I invented it, I think I did, when we were talking about failure on the Dr. Wong show, and I said like this, failure builds the well of knowledge. Now think about a well where you would gather water, how deep that is. Some would say it might go into the abyss for all we know. Think about the well of knowledge. It's all yours, Charlie. Yeah, I mean the repetition thing. I know that's a, a big thing. That is it was it Doc Ridge did, who was the repetition repetition. No, um, that, that, right? was, that was my uh, teacher uh, Frank Klein. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean that that's um, yeah. I guess that, that mantra would apply to these people that are basically Hell these yeah. people like, you know they keep following us around. It's really bizarre. Like it, it, the day before the gathering, we had yeah. this discussion. I was up at a place called John O'Groats at the May Highland Games, and that mm-hmm. was that's about as far north of mainland Scotland as you can get. Okay. And, um, yeah, even, even there, you know, in a fairly sort of remote location, <laughs> there was there were sort of familiar faces popping up, all smiling and ready yeah. to have a go. And it's, yeah. a great, it's a great feeling, you know. It's um, to, to have all these people are so supportive, and it's become almost like a little... A sort of family around the stones with familiar people who are, and they're, they're all prepared to sort of help out and they're, they're very enthusiastic and uh, it's, it's a really it's a really wonderful atmosphere Eric and um, without a doubt yeah. I mean I, I love the idea that now it's almost like you said it's a family but it's like you know damn well these people are serious shit you know and that is what you want and you know people that aren't going to just trifle around and say well you know maybe next year I'll get it well you know what you and I have touched upon this. It's it's a, a DNA thing. Um, this stuff is is buried. Remember what I said about the reptilian brain, the rewiring, all that. This stuff has been buried in us for too long. We've we've lived soft. The majority of us, in my opinion, look. There's nothing wrong with having a nice warm house. Don't don't mistake what I'm saying. But I'm saying as men and women. 
when when all you do is walk around with a phone in your hand, something's fucking wrong with you in my mind. All right? Um, you can't put that thing in your pocket or down for a minute. No, I can't. Why? Well, I think a lot of people it gives them identity and courage. Look at me. I'm somebody. Well, you know something? You're somebody without that phone. In fact, you're more than somebody. All right? Secondly is this. You know, I, I you know, that's why I've been a, such a, a, a big fan of Charlie and Stevie and all these guys because they unselfishly do things. And you know something? It costs money to do that unless they're getting sponsoring. They're put their foot in the dime. They're out there, you know, when we do these shows or wherever they're at, we are trying to educate you to the point where even if you're not going to go lift Ard Blair stones today, maybe you go out and get a couple river stones in your backyard and start like that. Because, see, if you don't start and take steps, you can't get to where you want to go. And the thing is, that's what I love about ideas and creativity. You know, it's like, um, you know, I'll go out there and, you know, it feels like maybe the, the sky is falling down on me. And, you know, I go out there and do some warm-ups, first set, eh, a little better, second, yep, third, I'm, like, on fire. Nothing matters, man. You know, you could shoot a fucking rocket at me and go through me, I'll still keep coming at you. That's what I'm saying. It's like this nature within you that you have, the ability to be able to take a pounding and keep coming back. I got to tell you, it hasn't always been pleasant here, but I tell you right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything because... As we said, failure is going to create that well of success that's coming your way. The problem is we don't stay with it long enough. We've been told it's all right to forget about it. I said that, I've said this to Charlie on and off the air. I said this to Dr. Wong today because we talked about, you know, there's he and his wife, Michelle, going to thrift stores to buy clothes. They didn't have money. They'd have to buy. They couldn't afford to buy, like, nice suits at the time. You know, they're living hand to mouth. I think he said at one point they maybe had $1,000 or less in the bank. That's not much when you're trying to run a business, all right? But as I said to Dr. Wong and I've said to other people, and Dr. Wong was talking very openly today about all that, was this. I don't care what happens because right now it's very tough money at times here. And I knew that when we were going in here. If I'd stayed in IT, uh, it'd be five more years. I'd probably be making at least 115 grand. A lot of responsibility, but blah, 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 blah. When that all went up and it was time to go for me, you know, as Doc says, innate, innate, innate. He was around. He was one of the focal people that pushed me. And I thank God every day for him because he never, ever ripped me through the mud. Never. Probably the biggest supporter I've ever had for FBC and Eminem. All right? And I miss the living hell out of him. I'll tell you that. I say it all the time. I miss him, miss him, miss him. I loved him like a father. He was that important to me. But here's the big thing of, of all this. I could no more give these two businesses up than I could give my own child up. I mean that. I'm not comparing this to flesh and blood. There is a difference, but this is flesh and blood. This is my blood. This is everything I've dreamed and keep dreaming upon. All right? So when we talk about gathering, when we talk about Ard Blair Stones, when we talk about how do you see yourself, where do you want to go with yourself, I keep coming back and back and back and following Charlie around because I want to, I want to get to the point where I can lift every stone right up to the 335. Why? Because, as I said, those things are innately within you. 
once you uncover all this garbage we've been spewing and hearing, it could be one decade, two decades, five decades. I am here to tell you, life will be the kindest, sweetest life you've ever had. Yep, you'll have your turmoil, and we should. It keeps us sharp. Keeps us razor sharp. It doesn't keep us lazy in a chair watching stupid TV all night or talking about things that don't even matter. It doesn't even matter. All it's doing is pitting you against you. So when we talk about this stuff, when we talk about the training, when we talk about when life has got you right by the throat, what do you do? Go lift some stones. Go out in the yard. Go out and do some power rack training. Go out and walk with a sandbag. Or better yet, just go out, put something in your ears that matters, some affirmation, something that you love to hear that's going to inspire you. Maybe you walk with a couple heavy hands and you go for a half-mile walk. I am telling you right now that will change your life forever. The paradigm shift where we say when Doc Ridge would walk everybody to the door and open it for him and say, keep smiling, if you don't believe me, have the biggest pissant day you've ever had in your life. And start saying, keep smiling. Watch what will happen in your life. It's all yours, Charlie. I think I think it is important from what you're saying that uh, it makes you a more rounded uh, yeah. individual and it increases your confidence if, you, if you've had certain failures up to the point that you've kind of reached. And I, th- I think it's a, it's, it's a good thing. It can be seen as a positive. Yeah. Like, if I use an analogy, obviously you have um, etched in stone and motivation and muscle, everything. So you kind of, yep. you're talking about them as, you know, practically as children. And I understand what you mean because I'm very passionate, obviously, about the art their stones. And I kind mm-hmm. of, it's something I want to nurture and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, it's not always been straightforward. And I'd imagine it'd be the same in your case too. Sure. Um, and there's been the struggles, but then... <laughs> The rewards are that much greater yes. when things do work out. And, I, and, and I'll draw an exact comparison with the Art Blessed Stones. I was thinking about sure. this while you were talking. And let's supposing somebody was to go up and do the Art Blessed Stones and they did all nine yep. and that was it. And yep. they, they would think, well, that, you know, they, they wouldn't be a big deal for them. You know, they, right. they wouldn't get that sense of achievement. Whereas using the stones as an analogy, if you've say you've done five or something and you found them quite tough, and then you've, you you manage six and you build your way up to eventually you've got all of them, you know maybe it's a few years down the line that's going to be such a more rewarding experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that building a, a business or, um, or or a company or something, you need those pitfalls on the way up because oh, yeah. I think you appreciate it more. And, and you become a more rounded individual, and I think you have a better a better knowledge of, of, of how it operates. I mean, I suppose uh, I suppose uh, maybe an exact opposite of that would be there's a sort of a, a sort of a, a sort of plethora of, of, of reality TV shows where people um, where maybe it's an instrument thing, like uh, they're playing an instrument or singing a song, and then they kind of get seen. They, they go to an audition, and suddenly they're, they're given all this attention and potentially lots of money and everything, and it's kind of the opposite of yeah. that. Yeah. It, it's maybe let's say take a band or a group who've just who've been playing in, in in clubs and things and trying to wait for a break and everything. And you know, I, I just feel it, it creates a more well-rounded kind of um, product. If no, you like. you're, you're yeah. So I would say that these fa- so these failures and struggles are they're an important part of your success, and also they they, they weed out. You, you, it also you think to yourself if you're really really struggling. Imagine somebody else would be in a similar situation to you if they were doing what you're doing, and mm-hmm. that is why you should do it because 
you're you're going to succeed because the, 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 there's nobody to to sort of rival you as such because you're you're going to you're going to make it work. You know, you're going to be unique. You're going to it's yep. going to be a success. So yeah, failure failure can be interpreted as a good thing. And I know yeah. it sounds weird, but it no, can just make the, the end result so much so much more uh, better, and you appreciate it more. Well, you know, and you made that comment about, you know, you didn't do all nine and maybe you did six. And, you know, we talk about this whole philosophy, you know, bigger and stronger. Well, yeah, okay, what do I got to do? Well, I got to get out there practicing. Maybe I got to build some uh, stone, uh, you know, some stones out of some molds. Um, but, you know, uh, I got to learn how to eat better. Um, I got to learn how to talk better to myself. I got to learn maybe um, – I've got to train stones instead of twice a week. Maybe uh, I have a third day where, you know, we hone in on one and we lift that for maximum reps. Or maybe we just go in and do this, that, and the other thing. What I'm saying is what we're talking about with all this is it's this philosophy, man. It's this, you know, when Charlie says, okay, we got to come back for another time. All right. In that year, now let's say uh, XYZ did this. They put on uh, 10 pounds of muscle, uh, more power in the lower back, more power, you know, through the extremities they need, whether it's the spinal erectors, the hands are bigger and stronger and tougher. You know, you heard Charlie talk about when he was doing the trap bar deadlifts for 10 sets of 10 to build that ruggedness he knew he had to have to lift the Ard Blair stones. And we know 2017 was a blockbuster year for Charlie, and that was due, obviously, to the training. And we know Andrew helped him. We always give him kudos. But the bottom line is Charlie did it. I could sit there and recite poetry to him. I could read Nietzsche to him, anything. But you know what? If he doesn't believe in what I'm saying to him and putting this into the biggest action and belief, Charlie's going to still just be what he was yesterday. Maybe he's got a little bit more education from the reading, but my point is this. This gentleman or lady that suddenly didn't get all the stones now has changed. They have changed their outlook on everything. Suddenly they have that hunger. They want to succeed. Do you understand when you succeed at one thing, you're damn well going to go to the next thing and succeed? And Charlie's right. You're going to have holes all over the place. You're going to trip in them. You're going to fall in them. You're going to hear, oh, my God, you failed again. I think failure is great. If I didn't think failure is great, I wouldn't be talking to Charlie or any of the family tonight. Because if I, if I went on, on what most people say about failure, I would have quit a week into Eminem and FBC. All right? You know, when we talk about our businesses, Charlie, I know how, how absolutely charged he is about Ard Blair. And we both started these businesses around the same time. Uh, I got to tell you, no matter what happens, there's nothing other, I always say, than an act of God that will stop me from doing this. And I don't care how much punishment and pain, because I've gone through tons of it. And the idea is to go through it. And the idea is when we stand in front of 100,000 people, the whole lot of us somewhere in the world one day, everyone's going to be, how did you do it, Eric? How did you do it, Charlie? What was it that motivated you? What was... And I'll tell you right now, probably uh, just the idea that I want to have lots of money for freedom. 
because money's going to buy you the freedom you need to create more solutions, more products, to have seminars, to bring people in like Charlie does with the Stones. All right. When you can make that contact to people, it's a special contact like we do, I hope, with the show all the time. It's different. You know, they're going to be like, you know something? These guys, when they talk, I listen. When they say they did this, that, and the other thing, I'm going to go implement it. When they say they can get a hold of us through Facebook or whatever, I'm going to get a hold of them. See, they're going to hold us at a standard, too. I want you to do that. I'm not afraid of that. Come at me. I'll come right back at you, believe me. That's the idea of this. And I've always been a guy that never laid down for anybody or anything. I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot of girlfriends that way, too. And I'm not saying I'm obstinate to everything, but I'm pretty obstinate to most things. And that's what's kept my ass alive and kept me strong and going because I think that you can be a sucker for a lot of people and a lot of things. When you got to go out and perform and lift a stone on your own, no matter if there's 50 people cheering you or a bird right next to you, you have to do it. If you have to go out and lift something in that rack, yep, I sit there, I yell names out. Paul Anderson, that's one of them. You, you could hear it down the street. Because the it, people say, well, that guy's very violent. Well, maybe there is violence. There's determination in it. There's a whole lot of ingredients. But if you think you're going to lift a big stone by being melancholy, or you're going to lift a big weight on your shoulders or off the ground, I hate to tell you, folks, you're in for a big disappointment. We're going to use the F word, failure. It's all yours, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I'd like yourself, um, if, if I'm going in for like a heavy lift or something, then, um, yeah, you, you, you kind of, you kind of, it's almost like attacking something, you know. It's it like is. A different, it is. It's like, it's like, your, it's not your normal, right. It's not your normal behavior. Yep. <laughs> the second, because I don't think you, you can't sort of namby pamby around something like no. that. If you've got a, nope. if you've got a big lift coming. And you really—it's it, a great feeling. I mean, it is, oh, it is yeah. a wonderful thing because you can just focus all your energy and effort on that one lift, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it, it's um, it's hard to describe. Really, there's not many there's not many things that you can do in life to replicate that rush of adrenaline, a surge there's... of emotion. No, and, I agree. And, and, and I agree. probably not be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's like the God-going uh, joke here. I told you before, and, and this is hilarious. Uh, my buddy Richie and I were training here probably, I don't know, 12 years ago. And 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 my sister, now you know my, my driveway is 95 feet. So we're going like, it, it does sound like there's murder going on back there. And she walks up, and she's, she was looking for my mother, I guess. She goes, is my around? I said, no. And she goes, I was afraid to walk up the driveway. I thought you, someone was getting murdered back here. Now, my sister knows me my whole life, but she knows how I am, too. And it's like, the rule is here, unless somebody's dead, you do not bother me. Okay? Getting ready. I've had people that came over, and they come down and said, look, I don't want to be rude to you. I'm getting ready. Well, you're only putting your clothes on. I said, no, I'm getting ready mentally. Everything. Everything right now is spinning in me. All right? And and a lot of people don't understand, but you are right. It is a feeling. Uh, what I always say, you know, Charlie, a lot of times before I go to lift, and, and my brother-in-law loves it, he, I'm like, uh, the gamma radiation is coursing through my blood right now. 
and man, a lot of times I'll just set my brain on fire. Or I'll say, I'm going to pour some more gasoline on my brain and blow it up big time. And, you know, people have heard me saying, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? I said, it's all these little things. Like I think I said on one show with you uh, uh, over a year ago, there were times like with the Hoosa Steel Stone where I'd run, I don't know, uh, maybe f- six steps and I would snap it right off the ground and go with it. Now, at that point, empty, it's only 140 pounds. But I got news for you, folks. Running and grabbing that thing without falling on your face and killing yourself, and the word I would always say mentally in my head would be, go. Go. And that's the same word I'm going to use when I go to Iceland to pick up the Husafel. Go. You know why? Because I've rehearsed it and it is ingrained in my subconscious mind. I have made those connections. I made new connections. All right? Go. All these things matter. These things matter more than anything. When Charlie says that rush, I'm telling you, I implore you, if you haven't lifted or you haven't got into some body weight and doing some lifting, contact us. You've got – this is – the only thing that matches this to me – is falling in love, and I mean real love, none of this bullshit stuff. I mean, you found somebody that you really are with, that supports you no matter what happens to you, and you do the same. You don't have to be together all the time. You have that much love between each other where, oh, my God, is she cheating? No, it's none of that shit. See, I've had girls go out with them, and it's like when I go out with them, like I'm not making a big fuss or – you know, did you see that guy look at me? I was like, yeah. I mean, so? You know what I mean? It's like, so? If he comes over and puts his hand on your can, I'm going to kick his fucking face through the floor. But otherwise, and a lot of them get upset with that. You know, well, you don't care about Well, I'm like my father. I talked about this. My father was not a touchy-feely guy. All right? You knew my dad loved you. He would tell you that once in a while. And I'll explain that because I'm a lot like that now. And I think I've been for a good part of my life. Um, but the things my father instilled in me and my brothers and sister is incredible. Because I've said a lot of times, probably without him still whispering in my ear, who knows if I would have caved in or not with all this stuff. But I'm the same way, and it pisses people off a lot. The only ones I really say it real freely to is, like, my nieces and nephews. Um, it's a little bit different for me. Maybe it's more comforting. I don't know. But I've, I like my dad. I've never been one to say I love you real freely because I'll tell you why. When my father said he loved me, I knew he loved me. That meant the world to me, all right? It's the same way with me. I don't want you to tell me you love you, you love me, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. I want you to say it when you feel you are ready and you mean it. I've had a lot of run-ins with girls because it'll be like, I love you. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I got it, thanks. And it'll be like, you don't love me? I said, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? I said, I like being with you, and I don't hand it out easy. But if I tell you I love you, I love you. And that means I would stand in quicksand for you if I had to. Difference, all right? Where does this all come from? Well, it comes from your background, obviously, how you were raised. But after that, your parents do the great job they do. And I know people say, well, they didn't love me or hug me enough. Are you a fucking baby? Huh? I can tell you this. It's up to you, as Steve Jack says, to shoulder the responsibility and go out and make your own damn way. Learn how to love yourself. Tell yourself you love yourself. Do things that are meaningful. 
you know, and you know where it all comes back to? I'm going to full circle this and give it to Charlie is this physical culture. When the chips are down, when the world is falling down, when your relationship is going to fucking hell, you get in that gym, my friends, and you start slinging those weights. You get out there in the middle of nowhere and go lift some stones where it's you and the birds and the squirrels. And nobody gives a shit. Other than the cars driving by, maybe one will stop to watch you. Sandbags, same way. Carry it. Step it up. Shoulder to shoulder. Beat the fucking snot out of yourself for a change. And I guarantee you, you go to the Ard Blair Stones, you come here to FBC, I promise you, you will be the best, best version you've ever been in your life. And I will guarantee you, you put out a big challenge on yourself, it might take you a year, might take you five years, maybe you travel to Scotland next year and you go meet Charlie and Stevie. And you lock horns with people that have been there and are still there and are still doing it. I guarantee you the best life you've ever had. Charlie, summarize everything. Give out any info. I will give mine and hang on the line, please. Well, Eric, it's, it's a pleasure as always. Thanks for having me back as a guest. And, oh, yeah. uh, Yes, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, it was quite interesting hearing the, the podcast and your views on, on on some of those subjects, which I can talk for ages on. <laughs> we Go ahead. Obviously, got all night, which is a shame. Um, but uh, yeah, once again, thank you, and um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll look forward to our next chat. But Charlie, tell me this. I mean, you heard what I just said and everything, as far as full, fully circling the wagon. Yeah. You know, in, in, in your lifetime with training, and let's just center on you. We know that you've been involved with some huge names, and we know what you've done to this point, which is absolutely commendable with everything. But in your own experiences, you know, you're a married man, you have two kids, um, and you got a lot of responsibility, obviously, like a lot of people do. When you go back and you train, because I know you train alone like me a lot, does that? Do you feel that centers you back in life? Do you feel better? Do you? Ha- does your relationship, at least with people, just seem like okay? I'm calm down now. I can I can motor and motivate and move and you know nothing's on my shit right now. Does that? Do you feel the same way with that? Does the, does the lifting the physical culture center you when you feel like you're kind of off kilter? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it keeps. Me, I would say it keeps me on an even keel. Yeah, and yep. it makes me, it makes me realise what's important and what's not important, and the things that maybe irrelevant things which you might stress over suddenly become less important. Yes, and sir. Yep. It's something quite liberating, uh, and it gives you a sense of freedom. Just the, the simple nature of lifting something and just looking at a chart and yeah. watching yourself progress yeah. and just making that your focus. Obviously, you, you know, not the detriment to, to, to your family life and, and, and perhaps a business or something like that, but it does put things into perspective, like just the trivia and, and, and the stuff which aren't, it's not worth worrying about. No, nope. So no. having that in the background as a constant, I think, is, is, a, is a great thing. I'll I'll tell you what, Charlie, and I'll go right back to you. If I didn't have it, I probably would have been locked up. Mm -hmm. I mean it. (laughs) I'm not bullshitting you when I say that because I'm a guy that needs to have something on me like that. Uh, With the businesses, it's great stuff, but it's not not out, out in that yard, okay? It's like when we're out here, man, to me, it's life or death all the time. 
you know, and uh, win, win, win. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going, brother. No, no, Keep not going. at all. No, 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 absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's a very strange thing with myself. Like, if I haven't been yeah. training for a while, yeah. I, I do get irritable, and I think there's something wrong. And, it, and, it might, <laughs> and I might not automatically associate it with not yep. training. Yep. It's just something – it's like it's like if you get um, – if you, if you, perhaps you're actually hungry, but you don't realize it, and, you, and it affects your mood until you've eaten something, and you think, oh, that's what the problem is. I haven't eaten. I get yep. that occasionally. Yep. Um, but, but then it's a really weird thing. I don't know why this should happen, but let's supposing I've been out of training for a couple of weeks. Yeah. My, my body seems – it seems to <laughs> – it's, it's a bad thing, but it's – I almost get used to not training for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really odd, odd thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, but it is no. It's, it's a great thing, Eric. Of course, and and it keeps you on even keel. It's, it keeps you physically fit and healthy. Yeah. And um, it gives you more confidence. It gives you more confidence as a person because you can see yourself growing, and you know that discipline you've put in to to, to get to where you've done. And uh, no, it's 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 certainly a, yeah, it's a great thing, Eric. You know, physical education, physical culture. Hell um, yeah. It's great. And, and something I, when, my, uh, when I was at school. My background was really sort of cross-country running. Yeah. I used to do that, and I kind of got into the weights sort of more latterly. Yeah. But, but thinking about it, that, that, that what you're describing is that sort of explosive, kind of aggressive, like let's say you're going for a two-rep max or, or a one-rep yep. max. Yep. It's, I can't think of any sport. I used to play a lot of rugby as well. I can't think of any sport which replicates that. Nothing. Those nope. seven or eight seconds of just in – intense you know it's 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 quite euphoric it's, it pro- it's probably addictive i mean it probably they probably g- generate some sort of chemical thing uh <laughs> so without a doubt it's, it's, it's probably like um, a, a drug of some sort but, but it's a healthy thing and uh yeah I've, no, I've never really experienced anything quite like it in terms of physical culture no i agree with you because i'll tell you you know it was interesting when you say that the chemical thing in in the my favorite incredible hulk in 2008 uh, his girlfriend said to him, Betty there, the scientist too, she says to uh, David, it was like, what does it feel like? And he said, liters of battery acid being poured, up, poured on my brain. Uh, and I was like, holy shit. You know, it's like, you know, you, you and I and everybody, we go through this metamorphosis when we get up, go out there. I mean, when I step into that garage, I'm not the same guy anymore. Period. I'm different. And yeah, time stops. Totally, totally. Yeah. I'm hungry, man, and it's like I look at the world so differently. I'm saying to myself, why don't you want to be strong? Why don't you want to join? Come with us. Come with us on this voyage that is a lifetime, and who knows where it goes after we leave this world. That's my point. It's just this fusion of thought and belief and wire connection, and it's like nothing feels better, man. Nothing. And you know what? The, it seems like the workout goes so quick, and before I know it, that garage door is slamming down for another one, and I'm saying to myself, holy God. Do it. And, you know, and one thing I try to tell people is it's hard, I know, when you're so fired up and everything, but try to enjoy what you're doing because that workout, when it's done, it's done. All right? You go to the next one, or if you miss one, I think, unless you're sick, remember, you can never get them back. So when you go out there, you do the very, very best you can and then save a little bit in the tank for the next one. And I'm telling you right now, as I said a a few minutes back, maybe next year you end up in Scotland and you get to meet everybody. Um, What else, Charlie? What else you got, brother? 
But last thing I will say is that yeah. I, I liken workouts to investing money. It's like investing in yourself. Yeah. And like, it's like if you're going to a bank and investing money or putting money in and depositing money into an account, I feel it's the same thing with your body that you're you're investing in yourself. And yeah, it, yeah a lot of people are driven by money and and uh, it, yeah, understandably, they've got bills to pay and things sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. But, but, but you can do the same with your own body and it, and it has – it's just as good, you know. It, it's it's uh, your health is so important. I know it's a cliche, but it, it is so important. And uh, look upon every workout as putting a large deposit into your bank account. Hell yeah! I'll tell you. Not only that, man. You and I just know the satisfaction is insane. It, it is just. Uh, oh, if you're not doing it, get into it. I'm telling you, you don't know what you're missing. I don't care what anybody tells you or what you've read in the past and the, all this and that. You get in and start doing things correctly and build, as we say, start building up. There's nothing better in the world. I played tons of sports. Um, I'm not. I don't know. I guess I'm just not a team player in a lot of ways. I always liked the individual. Go out in the field and it's up to you. And if you don't do it that day, well, you go home and you get ready to do it again. Or if you're a quitter, you won't come back. Um, I just like that independence like that. And that's what I've always loved about weightlifting, physical culture, et cetera, et cetera. You always have an opportunity to win, folks. So, you know, hey, Charlie, give out like with the Art Blair Stones or anything else, and then I'll give my stuff and we'll wrap everything up, brother. Okay, sure. Well, uh, as you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, there's a there's a YouTube channel called the Art Blair Stones, and I have my Facebook page called the Art Blair Stones, and the Instagram, uh, which is called the Art Blair Stones. And if anybody would like to get in touch with me or have any queries about upcoming events or, or or maybe some some techniques or anything like that, then I'd be very happy to talk to them. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Anytime, Charlie. You're always welcome. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. As I said, go out to Fiorella Barbo Co., Winners and Champions, also too, Prosperity Conscious page. Get involved. Give, give, and give because we give plenty, and uh, for what we're asking is nothing of an investment. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. This show will be up Sunday. Go out and look at all the shows and listen. to all The last few shows I've done with Charlie have broken all the records we've ever done prior to them. Um, they're just growing, growing, growing. People love this material. They love our conversation back and forth. So look for this on Sunday. Dr. Juan's show will be up tomorrow. I mean, I know they'll be up before Charlie's, but it's a reminder to go back and listen to Dr. Wong if you hadn't. And we'll just keep pushing Charlie's show, obviously, out, too. Um, let's see. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, also, too, we are on AHA directory, which is pronounced AHA. You get that in your car. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire. Five words can change your life forever. We know that. Also, too, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, pull it, press it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in Blood Red Domination, we are domination. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone. 
dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It is now a tidal wave, brother, and it's higher and wider every day. Frank Klein, my greatest college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And, of course, the great John Ridge, he would walk every patient in the door, hold the door for him no matter how busy he was, and say, keep smiling. Think about that when you hear me say, keep smiling. I'm telling you, it is that important. Um, Let's see, what else do we want to hit here? I'm trying to remember. Well, we'll talk about, obviously, being part of the family here. Uh, We're going to be around for the next 30 years. Tell your friends. Tell anyone. You know, push these shows out. I mean, like I said, we're not going to kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. You know, we got Etched in Stone, Etched in Stone for Kids. We've got Motivation and Muscle. We've got Fiorello Barbell Company. My God, there's just so much stuff out there. There's nothing you can't learn here. And you look at the people that write for here. Now, I thank Steve Gardner, John McCain. There's just so many people that have done so much great things here. I mean, they're just top-notch people. And look at the people that have been on this show and that are keep coming on. The show is just expanding more and more, and we thank everybody for that. Um, before I sign off with Charlie, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We believe you, we believe in you, and we've got your back. We go a little bit further than what Les talks about. Also, too, before I sign off now, we remember this. You're all winners, you're all champions, you're, you're all unstoppable. Once you believe that, and once you implement that into your life, I promise you the changes will be miraculous. And I'd love to hear back from you. Charlie would, too, I'm sure. This is, this is something we've got a big stake in. Charlie is a big spoke in the wheel. He's another one. All right? This is what I want. These are the type of people that I surround myself with. I think that they are top people, and they really give a shit. So go out, look at the Art Blair Stones. Come on in here. Look at Eminem, everything else. It's all there. You have an opportunity right now. Just take advantage of it. Um. And I think that might be it. Charlie, it was a great, great show as usual. Man, you talk about a lot of information, a lot of opinions, a lot of things that mean and still mean things to us. And the best thing of all is it's the idea of the physical culture. It's the idea of what we love. We said it near the end. It's just like we circle the wagons, and you're just not the same when you don't have it. And let me tell you, we're very blessed. So thanks for being on, brother. It's always an honor to have you here with me. It was a pleasure. <clears throat> pleasure again. Thanks, thanks a lot, Eric. I look forward to our next, uh, our next chat. Yeah, well, we'll be talking uh, in September, if you can believe it. It's middle of August, folks. So that's all I can tell you. So, as I always say, you know, Go out and do something great in the world. The world is asking from you, and you can ask the world. But remember this. The more you contribute, the more that's coming back to you, and that should be very exciting. So I hope there's people out there that have been on the fence, as we call them fence sitters, that want to do something that we talked about here. I would encourage you. You know who you can get a hold of any of us. And go out and make your way in the world. We are behind you. And just stay with us. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. And Charlie and I will talk to you next month. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.